Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by Millions James, the exploding unicorn, Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by Millions, Steve Dash, Rinko Lieber. I'm a private eye, private investigator. Some people call us a private dick, but I don't like that kind of language. Anyway, I'm here because I was called in to investigate what turns out to be a very suspicious vote last week on wrong and wronger. <laughs> because James Breakwell won, I don't know how you want to categorize his victory. It's skin of teeth seems to be the margin, and there's going to be some dangling chads. And James, I'm going to find them. You understand? I thought you were going to say you were there to investigate a murder because I killed you in the vote. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't uh, think so. I believe one of the intern's exact quotes was, uh, Breakwell is horrible, horrible, and yet somehow he squeaked out of it. I'm paraphrasing, of yeah. course, James, but I'm fairly certain that's what they meant. They were so overjoyed that I ended your reign of terror that they just they couldn't oh. contain themselves. It was, it was much rejoicing in my threads with them. I don't know how things go on your end. They might lie to you because they fear you, but me, they love, and they are happy that I am back on top once again. I was beside myself. It was so close. So close. It actually, I still, I still taste a little blood in my mouth after <laughs> I bit down so hard seeing those results. But you are here for another week where finally you can rekindle the fire of Olivas and get me back on top where I belong because you've tuned into Wrong and Wronger, where we argue about things that don't matter to anybody except the few people that were misguided last week and voted for James Breakwell. And James... The topics we <laughs> tend to debate, we think of like years ahead of time, and we've got a running list. What is our topic going to be today? Well, this one, uh, you know, I, I planned it probably five years ago, but it's good that we yeah. did because it, it fits right now that everybody's home. Uh, what's best to wear around the house, socks or slippers? Socks or slippers, mm -hmm. a debate that I have had with myself many times. Now, before we get there, we have to compliment each other. And in this age of panic and hysteria, James, people need a little ray of sunshine, a little bit of a little bit of goodwill coming through. And so your compliment is going to set the tone of our listeners and viewers that like the rest of their week. What do you got for me? I would like to, pr to compliment you for being the perfect predator and preying on people in their time of misfortune. You really, you really are taking advantage of them. So everything is shut down. Bands can't tour anymore. They can't go anywhere to get away. And you swoop in for your other podcast like, hey, guys, you want an interview? You want an interview? And usually they say, no, I'm busy. But you know they're not busy because literally everything is shut down. And to be polite, they have to say yes. I mean, these poor musicians, if you are a musician out there, don't answer your phone right now because it might be steve but props to you for getting them cornered like that i guess you got to take your wins where you can wow that was uh that warmed my heart James. <laughs> thank you you are the human microwave like uh, you destroy things made of metal but yes i so this week on thursday when this podcast comes out also on the commute michael sterto who just came off the road with slaughter he'll be on the show up already this week i'm doing two a week now to help people through this where they have to be like homeschooling their kids they need a couple of hours of break but the lead guitarist one of the founders of great white on the show ah james it's the perfect storm for olivas man 
I'm uh, I'm happy for you and sorry for them. It's a it's it's a mixed emotional experience. What, what's your compliment <laughs> for me? My co- I actually printed something out, James. We had oh. to delay starting this show because I had to run downstairs and get it. You actually you actually made me laugh out loud with wow. something in your email <laughs> this week. Usually, uh, I do find you funny, and I hope you realize that, but there are few, few times where I actually bust out laughing reading something standing in my bathroom over the sink. I'm not going <laughs> to tell you any more details than that. But you, uh, you were going through the daddy-daughter dance that you recreated in your home with your kids, which... Uh, for James Breakwell, that was a remarkably touching email and thing that you did. Like, I can't believe that you let Lola write that thing for you and then post it as if she was you. But I'll just read the line out of context because I think it's funny just on its own. But the line is... <laughs> I even poured out the Cheetos bag into a bowl like we were in a five-star French restaurant. <laughs> Because you and I seem to share the same sick sense of humor. That was pretty good, Breakwell. That was all right. And it was the truth. I mean, I didn't when I took the picture to put online. I was like, I can't let people just see this bag. We got to be fancy. And I opened it and I put it in the bowl, and the kids just loved it. They could. They thought they had to eat those Cheetos with their pinkies up. So we we brought some class to our house the other weekend, and that that's about as fancy as we get. Well, I believe that part for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we've talked about how the poll was fixed last week and given each other compliments, and we both agreed that that can never happen again with the poll. But uh, I have now. I couldn't find. <laughs> I couldn't find the boy quarter of fate. I still can't find the Guam quarter of fate because I didn't have a lot of time. So I've got uh, the Mount Rushmore. I believe we've used this one before, quarter of fate. And what shall the two sides of the Mount Rushmore quarter of fate represent for you today, James? Heads, I am arguing socks. Tails, I am arguing slippers. That sounds good. Heads is socks, tails is slippers. And if you make a sock puppet, the sock is the head of whatever character. So it (laughs) makes sense. It is heads, which means you, sir, have socks. Well, that's good because I am arguing that everyone already has on their feet anyway. You get home from a long day at the office, you walk in, you kick off your shoes, and you don't kick off your socks. The socks stay on because they're warm. They're like a hug for your feet. You keep them on, you can flex your toes, you've got that space, you've got that freedom of movement, and there's just something amazing about walking across the carpet in your own home in socks and really feeling the ground under it. There's a freedom, there's a relaxation, there's a visceral connection to your own house. There's nothing better than laying on your couch in your socks, going wherever you're, basically any surface in your house. You hop in bed, you can keep your socks on. Socks go where you go. When you are your most comfortable, you have socks on. As opposed to slippers, especially the hard sole slippers, you can't put hard sole slippers up on a couch. It's like wearing shoes. You can't put hard sole slippers on a bed. You gotta take them on. It's like, what? You don't have hard sole slippers? What the hell is a hard sole? That's called a shoe. No, what's the? Got a pair right here. They got a hard sole. Thank you, thank you for that visual. I appreciate. (laughs) Yes, I'm gonna hold it up so everybody understands. But they've got like rubber bottoms, and it's the only people who have who have slippers with soft bottoms are like five year olds. Like when you're an adult, (laughs) the slippers have a rubber sole. So you're basically still wearing a shoe. You're correct. You are. So if you actually want to relax, if you actually want to be home and breathe easy for once. You gotta just wear your socks and forget about the slippers. So please tell everyone uh, why you're gonna lie to them right now. 
what I, I wish I had a slipper here to show you what a slipper looks like. I'd show you this room. There's about 75 hats in a big bundle next to me, but I got no slippers. James, you don't know what a slipper is. That's I, the problem with the foundation of your entire argument. You built it on sand, and when the tide comes in, the whole thing is going down. Now, socks and slippers can still go hand in hand. Like, you can keep your socks on, but you slide it into the slipper because that keeps your foot extra warm. And you're all about warmth, James Breakwell, because you have ice water in your veins and no soul, which can't keep anything warm either. And you want to be as comfortable as possible. Why not have those socks on there? Give you a little bit of protection under your feet. Frankly, nobody is comfortable with James Breakwell around. So that's a concept that I'm not sure you even relate to. But that sock, I'm sorry, that slipper underneath your sock gives a little bit of grip. Like uh, if you got hardwood or linoleum in your kitchen, you don't go feet overhead. Like everything about slippers is good. They're soft on the inside. They have those soft soles on the bottom of a slipper. That's what makes them a slipper and not a house shoe or whatever it is that you wear. And then lastly, slippers give you just a little, give you some options. Like if you do need to step out and grab something out of the driveway, you're able to just pad out there and grab it. You don't worry about stepping on a rock and damaging your foot. My feet are delicate as a baby's bottom, James. Like, uh, I'm not like you. I don't go for, what did you call it, an unplanned... Uh, exercise or something. You had to run three blocks before you dealt with this video because you need to calm down a little bit. All that fear is coming out. That anxiety turns into nervous energy and you've got to pace before you take on Olivas because you know your one-week streak all over with. But uh, they give you options. If you want to do a three-block walk and you don't want to deal with taking off your socks or putting socks on or putting your boots on, like you just step outside with your slippers and step back in. They're convenient, they're comfortable, and they add a little bit of grip. James, there's no argument you can make that makes socks superior to that. Well, you just made my argument for me because I caught you in a lie. You said you've never heard of slippers with hard soles before, with rubber soles. But yeah, yeah. you just talked about walking outside, not feeling yeah. the ground, having protection. If yeah. the bottom of your slipper was soft, if it was cloth, it'd be just like walking outside the it's sock. It's not cloth! God damn it! You need to go to the store once in a while. I, just I know they don't let you, you in is... most stores in the greater Indianapolis area anymore, but when you're out of town, go into a Walmart with a hey. mask like a grouch. What? What? It's my turn to talk right now. You had your oh, turn. I'm sorry. That's right. I talk for five seconds and then you get the next 98 minutes. Okay. Yes, no, you're no, finally getting ahead. the go cadence ahead. down. It I'm, took I'm you 150 minutes. I'm going to go set fire in a garbage can over here. What do you got? Anyway, yes. So you can go outside, but you have to have the one with a rubber sole. And, that, <laughs> and that, that's what you're talking about there. Because otherwise, if you step on a Lego, it's just like you're wearing a sock. And let me just say, it doesn't. If it doesn't have rubber sole, that slipper doesn't give you any protection, and you know it. You're you're making up things now. But that, that's that's pretty common for that's 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 true for any episode that we do together. But here's the thing. You can have a sock without a slipper. You can't have a slipper without a sock. If you put a, your foot in a slipper what? without a sock, your foot starts to sweat. It gets all gross. And then you don't want to have that slipper around anymore. You have to have the sock there. The sock is the foundation. You can't even have a slipper without a sock. And you know what? When I put on my socks, I don't want to go outside anymore. That's my signal to the world that I am done. Forget your newspaper. Forget your bills. Forget your, your people coming to the door selling Girl Scout cookies. I am in my socks. I'm not answering the door. I'm not going outside. It is the one time that I am completely in my sanctuary. And if I want to go back outside, I have to go through that physical barrier of putting on shoes. There is some separation. Now, I know that you want to work 24 hours a day chasing down these old musicians. But for the rest of us, 
some relaxation and some family time is appreciated. So yes, when I go around the house, I wear my socks and my socks only, and that's the way we like it. I'm sorry. Is it? Can I can I talk again? Is it my turn? Yes, please, please I, I need give us some step, some more guys. misinformation. Hand me the talking stuff. Okay. The sock. Everyone knows that slipper. It's not like wearing cloth under your foot. You're not putting a burlap sack around your foot. You got. It's like a soft bottom. It's got a little bit of rubber, but it's not a hard bottom like you're talking. Wait, about. wait, wait. What? 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 Did you say there is rubber? Did you say there is rubber on it's, the bottom? Uh, it's probably a plastic rubber hybrid. I don't know what it yes! is, but it's not like putting yes! on a pair of hiking boots, which is what you're talking about. You just admitted I was right. A minute ago, you acted oh, like I was God. insane yes. Yes. when I said no, there was I'm rubber on the bottom. And now, <laughs> desert storm when I'm going through Afghanistan, absolutely. <sighs> and James, I like putting my bare feet in my slippers and making that thing reek because that keeps the dog away from them. And so ultimately, it works as a double whammy positive for Olivas. Ah, I've never gotten the last word in before. I feel somehow, I don't know, effervescent. You used the last word to prove that you no, were no, wrong. No, I, no, I don't no, know what you're no, excited you about. You can't take the last word from me. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and roll the dice before your head explodes. You just, yeah, yeah. you can't even keep track of your own web of lies. All right. <laughs> okay, there's, if you want to vote. I, I would like the jury to disregard that last statement from the witness. <laughs> if you want to vote for James and Socks and Comfort. Vote for 36. If you want to vote for Steve and insanity and not knowing what's on the bottom of slippers, vote for one. And if you want to throw your vote away, vote for 37. Okay. It is no coincidence that James and throw your vote away are right next to each other. Like, you can make any mistake you want, and both of them are going in the same bucket. But if you want to vote for number one, you just got to push number one. Vote Steve. Vote the hat. Vote the character. I know none of you like Judy P's pig hat last week, but this one I got at Goodwill for like a buck and a half. And you can't tell. It's a high-quality hat, James. <sighs> but you know, last word as... What? What? I, I'm going to get one more word in. Thank you for doing a character this week. I told you last week, after you won like 15 episodes in a row, I said it's because you've been doing characters and people hate your characters. When you stopped, you started winning. You brought the character back for a second week in a row. So I'm pretty sure my victory is assured. <laughs> We will see about that. This is going to go against everything Breakwell stands for, and nothing could make me more delighted. Well, thank you, everybody. You've survived another week of Wrong and Wronger, and I finally get to hang up on James Breakwell, and that'll make my day just as much as you hitting the number one. Until next week, where we will actually be here again against all better judgment and good taste, this is Steve Olivas, Dr. Steve for James the Exploding and Cheeto-pouring Breakwell, saying thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and remember, Two wrongs can make a right.